Hey friends, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, and I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars. And that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friends. This is your girl, Kristen Denise KD, uh, depending on where and how you know me, both will apply. Um, happy new year. This is the first episode of the Black Girls Guide to Self-Care for 2020 and it is episode 20. So a little nerd moment. I do love how 2019 ended with episode 19, which means 2020 starts with episode 20. I cannot believe that I'm 20 episodes into this thing. Um, I'm so thankful I've been consistent. That's not some things you start and they're not as fun as you thought they would be. And so you don't necessarily always keep going. This has been delightful. I'm so thankful that I've had a chance to share, to connect um, with so many people. When I opened my little analytics or whatever this morning before recording the episode, I saw that we are at 4.5 thousand downloads. Guys, thank you so much. That clearly warmed my whole little pee-picking heart, as a woman I used to work with would say. Um, and I'm just thankful that you guys are still here. 2020, we're here. We made it. Um, I'm thankful for the growth that I know will come in 2020. I'm thankful for the opportunities to continue to share that will come in 2020. Um, I'm thankful that we're all going to be on the self-care bandwagon and we're going to be doing our best to make sure that we're well in every single area of our life because wellness It's not just a goal. It's possible. It's truly an option for us. So here is to wellness in 2020. Whoop, whoop. Um, Quick personal update. I shared uh, that I had been, you know, my depression had been very high and active in my anxiety. Um, I am glad to say that some of that has lifted. Some of that like dark cloud, wet blanket situation has lifted in my world. I'm so grateful to um, be on this path to getting back. To my fully well self, um, I would shout out to my therapist, my friends, my goddaughter, and myself for making sure that even in the midst of that darkness, I still actively invested in my joy. So if you're in a season of depression, if you're in a season of anxiety that's really high, um, know that joy is still yours to be had. It's not as easy to get to. And it may not last as long as it normally does, but it's not impossible and you can do it. If that's what you want, you can go after it and you can ensure that it's in your life, at least in some small way. Um, And so I encourage you to do that today. I know that for me, it made a whole complete world of difference. And so my prayer is that it will do the same for you. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. I mean, it's not that early, but apparently my body is still a little tired. So I'm still yawning. Um, so with that being said, oh, and shout out, we have two more countries we're now being heard in. We're up to 25 countries outside of the U.S. Thank y'all for listening in, for joining in on the fun, um, and growing, helping us grow in our self-care ranks. Y'all the bomb. And we're going to now jump into today's episode, which is about routine success. Um, so I am a person, I'll be super honest. 
I don't necessarily like the word routines. I'm very much so a free spirit. Um, I'm all my, what do my friends say? I'm all glitter, sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. I like to kind of just do whatever, when I feel like it, how I feel like it, when the mood hits. Um, but I'll be the first to tell you is that when I get in a really good routine, that's when things start happening for me. That's when life really takes off. Um, and so I decided to do a little bit of research around the science of routine and why routine is really good for you, in particular, if you're a creative. Um, and I do consider myself a creative soul. I don't necessarily work in a creative industry or field, but I do have to use creativity to find success in the work that I do. Um, and so, and every individual creates something on some level. And we, many of us also push back against routine because we want to feel like we have freedom and routine doesn't necessarily feel free. But I'm here today to share with you how routine enhances our ability to be successful. So one of the things I read in an Inc. article, um, and it talked about why the most successful creatives love daily routines. That's the title of the article. Um, the gentleman who wrote the article talked about how each decision you make, each thing you do throughout the day requires some energy. You got to figure out what you're going to wear, mental energy, what you're going to eat, mental energy, which route you're going to take to work. If it's not the same one you normally take mental energy, every decision you make throughout the day requires some energy for you. And so the benefit of routine is it takes some of the decision making out of your day on the things that are mundane or that may be less impactful for you, which means you have more of it to use on the things that are most impactful for you. The things where you're going to get the most bang for your buck for the creative energy that you put out. So he gave the example of how in Silicon Valley, a lot of our biggest tech folks are Mark Zuckerberg's, our Steve Jobs, um, our um, Elon Musk from Tesla, like how these people, some of the things they do to aid in routine in their life is they, they have a uniform. They wear pretty much the same thing. Um, they talked about how Steve Jobs had an entire closet full of black turtlenecks and dad jeans. Like that's what he wore every day. He never had to expend mental energy on what am I going to wear to work today? Because it was pre-decided. I ain't got to think about that. That's the last thing on my mind. There are people who have routine around what they eat for breakfast. I'm not thinking about breakfast. Breakfast is going to be the same thing every day. It's not going to kill me. Food is for energy. I don't, you know, I'll enjoy my lunch. I'll get something I really like for lunch or for dinner. But for breakfast, it's the same thing every day. The gentleman that wrote the article talked about his at-home lunch on a daily basis is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because he does not want to expend mental energy thinking it out what am I gonna eat for lunch when it could be used in a way that is more beneficial to the creative work that he does to his writing um you know for somebody else might be to for me it'll be to my program design and my curriculum development if I'm not expending mental energy you know on lunch which I do I, I do not eat the same things every day I do not really um like the meal prep philosophy in that way I need a little bit of variety um or not, I don't need it. Let me take that back. I don't need it. I want it. It's not a requirement for me to be well. It's actually not a requirement for me to be happy. And it would probably do me some good to have some consistency around what I ate just for some other health reasons. But I want variety. I want something to be different. Because when I was little, I didn't necessarily get to have that choice. And one of the things my mama used to always say to me is when you grow up, you can do what you want. You can do what you want with your money. You can eat what you want, how you want, when you want. 
But until then, we are on my time with my food and my rules. Um, and that stuck with me. And so now as an adult, as a 38, almost 39-year-old woman, I'm like, I'm going to eat what I want when I want to. I'm going to do what I, What do I have a taste for today? And I think of the amount of time, as I'm sitting here talking, right, I'm thinking of the amount of time I spend on figuring out what to eat for lunch. That's nuts. One, in figuring out what to eat, then realizing that I'm hungry, and then having the time to go grab it. I can spend in upwards of an hour to 90 minutes thinking about lunch or having it at least, you know, kind of in that in the back of the forefront of my mind, if that makes sense. Very present, even if it's not the first thing. And as I'm sitting here chatting, I'm like, what else could I have done with that 90 minutes? My word, I might be a billionaire by now if I wasn't spending this time every day because that adds up. If you're talking about 90 minutes, five days a week, that's 450 minutes. <laughs> That's over seven hours or up to seven hours. We'll say that even if it's just an hour, uh, even if I spend just an hour a day thinking about it between figuring out what I want, going to get it and then taking the time to eat it. Even if that only takes an hour, that is five hours out of my work week on lunch. Uh, what? I could be doing so much more with that time, especially as I have these other creative ventures that are taking off this year. So I've just convicted myself to add what I eat to lunch to a part of my routine. I cooked dinner last night. I'm just one person. I cook for a small army. That's going to be lunch and or dinner for a good portion of this coming week. Because like I don't have time to cook every day, but I want to put good things in my body. And so one of the ways to do that is I could pay for meal prep, which I've done repeatedly, like no questions asked. Um, and it's a good investment of money. I don't I don't begrudge the money I spent on meal prep at all. I will be doing meal prep at different points throughout the year. But I will honestly say that I spent far less money going to the grocery store, buying the items, spending the time last night to cook the food. And now I don't have to think about it for the next couple of days. If I just wanted to do it as dinner, it would definitely last me a week, hands down, no problem. If I wanted to do it as lunch and dinner, I can get three to four days out of this still pretty easily. Um, based on what I prepared, it's better for my budget. I don't have to think about what I'm eating or wondering what's at home. I don't have to go out of my way to find something to eat. And this routine gives me back my energy that I would have expended in that way. Um, so that's just a, you know. Uh, a thing about the energy use. Another thing is that when we have good routines, we sleep better. We feel better. We're able to more easily disconnect from work when we have a good evening routine and reconnect to our work when we have a good morning routine. And the, the funny thing is that it was a second article and it talked about how, you know, people have pretty much learned how to disconnect. We get all this information about disconnecting from work, disconnecting from the noise because there's so much of it. We have this 24 seven culture. And so, you know, we get all this advice on the importance of stopping, of having a breaking point, not um, like as far as a breakdown, but having a break where you say, OK, this is done. I'm moving on to this. Um, as far as just living your life, engaging with your friends and family and, you know, being fully human, not a full employee in that moment. Um, but we don't talk about the importance of then the next day reconnecting to that work so that we are fully engaged and we can give it all of the energy that we have to give it because we're not 
thinking about lunch anymore. I'm probably not going to have a routine outfit that I wear. That's just not my personality at all. And I'm not going to try to make it my personality, but where I can put routine into my life. I'm at this point willing to add it and tell you how it goes. Um, but clothing that is not going to be what I do, but I can pick up my clothes on a Sunday and let that be the clothes for the week. I'm a person who does typically get dressed based on how I feel. And I can take a little bit more control over that. I can put some options together, especially for me with a person with a ton of clothing because I like clothes. Um, if I, even if I pick a couple of extra things, if I know this is the set stuff you have to choose from, boy, that would probably take my anxiety around getting dressed way down because I've already just made some decisions on the front end of this is where we're living life at this week. So get on board, make it happen, keep it moving. Um, And... When, like I said, and, oh, I'm sorry. So I got, look at how easily you get distracted, right? So when you talk about reconnecting to work, they talk about how there are three questions you can ask yourself, which I'll go into in a moment, that help you re-engage with the work that you're doing. It creates more peace and ease in your day because you're not spending the first 30 to 90 minutes of your day just trying to kind of get back engaged um, because you have this established routine that helps you to re-engage effectively and then go through your day with more ease and grace and just feeling better about what you're doing. So a couple things with your morning routine. This is my encouragement to you. We're going to have routines in 2020 because we know that routines are not to limit our creativity. Routines are not to take the fun and the spontaneity out of our life. Routines are to give us back our good energy to invest in the places that really matter. Okay. So routines, couple things. The first thing you do when you wake up should not be check a smartphone. Unless you have a child like that's in the military or staying somewhere else, um, unless you maybe have a sick relative or something like that, the first thing you do upon opening your eyes should not be getting on an electronic device, a computer, a tablet, a phone. I'm notoriously guilty of this. Um, I sleep with my phone darn near right by my head, which I know you shouldn't do. But most of the people I love do not live in the city that I live in. And I'm always concerned that in the case of an emergency, they won't be able to get me. And so I do sleep with the phone nearby. I'm not going to stop doing that. But what I can stop doing is letting the first thing I do when I wake up be jumping on social media for a why. I went to bed probably around 11 o'clock midnight. There's for the most part, not much that has happened between 11 p.m. and the 6 or 7 a.m. when I wake up that I need to immediately dive into. Even if something in the world did happen that was major, there's probably not much I can do about it from my bed. So I need to give myself space to wake up in a way that is easeful. Um, another thing I don't do to help ease me into my morning is I don't use alarms. My body naturally wakes up between sometime between 6 and 7 a.m. Um, and I just, I'm able to get up and ease into my day. Harsh sounds in the morning are very jarring. It's a very harsh way to come out of your sleep. It'll send your heart rate up for a person like me that has anxiety. It could trigger the anxiety. Like there's a lot that happens when we use alarms that I don't deal with anymore because I wake up naturally on my own pretty early. Um, so yay me. What I will say is if your person's like, nope, if I don't set an alarm, I'm not getting up. I'm going to be late to work. My kid's going to be late to school. I'm going to be late to school. Uh, I encourage you to look into alarms that use light, that slowly ease you into waking up. Um, there are alarms that slowly, they start with softer sounds and they slowly get louder to ease you into waking up. 
to slowly bring you into your consciousness. Um, do things that bring you into the morning in an easeful way, not shocking you awake like, hey, let's do this, get going. Okay. Um, so that's one. Give yourself a, a way to ease into being awake and don't let the first thing you do once you wake up be to jump on an electronic device. Try to spend the first 30 minutes of your morning, if you can, away from social media, away from emails, away from all those things that kind of start to derail maybe any routine that you have set for yourself. Um, so that's one. Get up, get up in a peaceful way. <laughs> um, e- ease into your day that way. Um, the second thing, spend some time in meditation and mindfulness. If you're a, a believer in a spiritual force, like I'm a Christian, I can spend that first couple of minutes praying and prayer and meditation. If you are um, one of the things I love about Muslim culture is their calls to prayer six times a day. I think that's utterly amazing. So if you know, you can do your own version of a call to prayer, regardless of who you choose to pray to. And it doesn't have to be six times a day, but it is a great way to start your day with a heart of gratitude of saying, you know, I'm thankful for being awake. I'm excited about the things that are going to come today. This is what I believe will happen for me today. Or this is what I'm hoping for, for today. Like get all those positive vibes, all that positive energy out as you wake up. Um, so that, that time for mindfulness, it doesn't have to be a long time, but it should be a part of your routine of starting your day, centering yourself and your body, uh, being thankful for still being here in your body and starting your day with a heart of gratitude. Um, the easy thing is three things you're grateful for already that day, you know, and then one thing you're looking forward to in that day, cause that creates some excitement and some anticipation for the day. Like I'm really looking forward to seeing my goddaughter today. That creates excitement and anticipation for me in in my real time. I get to hang out with a friend of mine today and do some planning for the year. I love that stuff. I'm really looking forward to that today. That brought a smile to my face first thing in the morning because like today is the day I get to hang out with my girl and do some planning for the year so that we can both have the kind of year that we want. That's a blessing. That's a huge, huge blessing. For me, and it's created some excitement already in my day. I'm going to go to church this morning. I'm going to see some of my really good friends. I'm excited about that. I'm going to go to Starbucks and get my favorite beverage. I'm super hype about that. Like, so, um, and that was really quickly off the top of my head. Just some things I'm looking forward to in the day that have made me more excited about getting into my day um, already. And I was just trying to use them as an example, but it works. So what are the things, you know, take a moment, even before you get out of bed. These are all things you can do really quickly before you get out of bed. Ease into the day more slowly. Spend a couple of minutes in meditation, prayer, whatever you want to call it, of centering yourself, mindfulness. Um, Think of three things you're grateful for and at least one thing you're excited about as you get ready to head into your day. All of that before you get out of bed will make your day just a much easier day to jump into. Um, eat something that's really good at some point in your morning. If you can do it before you leave the house, I have purchased the items to make breakfast for myself this week. I am a person. I buy all, I buy all three meals every day. Pretty much. I do not eat at home, but I said this week, I want to focus on for me being more mindful of how I spend my money. So I said, I can, I have the option to eat breakfast at home. I don't have to run and jump and be at the office at eight or nine o'clock in the morning. And I should take advantage of that. Um, and prepare the food that I know will be good for my body to go into my body. So I'm, that's what I'm going to do this week is cook breakfast this week. Um, so eat a good meal at some point in that morning, something that's going to really fuel you. You don't want to eat anything too heavy because you don't want to feel weighed down throughout the rest of the day. But something that's going to energize you, that's good to you, that you're excited about eating 
in particular, if you're trying to jump into a new routine like me and, and do it every day so you don't have to worry about it, um, I'm going to have turkey sausage and eggs and a croissant. That's going to be my morning or a piece of toast. That's breakfast this week. Um, but now I know I don't have to try to rush and get to somebody's whatever before breakfast ends at 1030. I don't have to worry about standing in line. I don't have to do mobile order. I don't have to worry about that money coming out of my account every day because I spent the money I'm going to spend on breakfast. Look at the Lord um, as a part of my morning routine, but also just ensuring that I eat. Some of us, we jump right into our day and we can get to like noon, one o'clock before we're like, oh, maybe I should ingest something. Food is fuel. Our body needs fuel. You don't have to eat a heavy breakfast. You don't have to eat a big breakfast, but you need to put something in your body to fuel it through that first part of the day so you can get your best brain functioning so you can get the best out of yourself in your morning. Um, And then whatever aspects of health and body maintenance that you need to do in the morning, if it's combing or brushing your hair, obviously brushing your teeth, washing your face. Some people take showers in the morning because they want that to start their day. Some people take showers at night. I take them whenever I feel like it between morning and night. I don't have a routine on that. Maybe I'll, I'll establish one. I'm typically a morning shower person though. Um, so, cause it helps to wake me up and make me feel refreshed to jump into my day. But there are times in particular when it's cold outside, I prefer to take showers at night. So, I'm not going outside with damp skin and, and shivering and cold. That's me. In the summer, I might take them at both times just because it's summer and it's hot and I take as many baths as I can. Um, but whatever your beauty maintenance regimen is, if you're wearing makeup, you know, create your five to 10 minute fast face that you can put on real quick, feel good about yourself and keep it moving. Um you know, get dressed. Obviously, if it's a routine outfit of this is what I wear every day, maybe I wear a black dress and heels every day. Or if it's not routine, I'm going to pick through the options I pre-selected at the beginning of the week to narrow my choices down so I can expend less energy here. Get dressed and get out the door. And then I'll say the um, last part of the morning routine comes from this article and it says it gave you um, three questions to ask yourself to reattach to your work every day. So the first question is, why does the work I do matter to me? How does my work impact the lives of others? That's a two-part first question. Um, Because reflecting on those answers gets you more excited about your goals. It motivates you to get your work done. um, And it helps you to, you know, jump into it and not kind of delay because you remember the importance of what you're doing. The second question is, who are the people, both at work and in my personal life, who support me and my professional success? Knowing that you're not in this alone, that you have people behind you rooting for you um, and wanting you to, you know, do your best, be your best, flourish. Uh, Flourish is my year, uh, my word for the year now, Um, for 2020. I think I've gone through like two or three, but I've landed at flourish. Um, Knowing that you have this community of support around you, motivates you again to do well. Um, It reminds you that there are people who are around that you can talk to. If you run into any kind of challenge, if you're facing any kind of situation you don't know what to do with, you're not stuck in this thing alone. You have somebody you can go and talk to who's invested in your well-being. Um, And then the last thing is, what would I like to focus on today? Sometimes we have 50 million projects. There are 50 million things that always need to be done. I work with kids. There is always something that I could be doing for work. Um, However, I've learned that as I've narrowed it down to if I can get these one or two things done today, today is a win. I have my secondary list of other things I would like to get done. But if I can get these two things done for sure, then I've won the day. So focus on getting whatever your one to two things are that make sure you win the day, whatever your uh, 20 percent is. You know, because I say, what is it? 20 percent of your work gets you 80 percent of your success. What's your 20 percent? 
that's where you put your focus because it gets you the majority of your success, even though it's not the majority of the work that needs to be done. And then after that, you can get into that other 80%. Let me tell you what I know to be true. It'll still be there. I promise it ain't going nowhere unless you designate it for someone else to do it. Um, and doing those things, having those aspects in your morning routine and whatever else you feel is necessary for me. Another part of my morning routine is movement. Um, I do so much better in the day when I exercise in the morning, if it's a short something, cause I can't go to the gym. I just need to do a little quick something at my house or if I can go for a morning run, if it's not too cold and I have time or right now it's actually a morning walk. Um, as I still go through physical therapy, but if I can get out in nature, breathe some fresh air, get some movement in 15 to 20 minutes, it makes a world of difference to how the rest of my day goes. It just really does. So that would be my other thing to add to your morning routine. If you can, it's some movement. It could be some yoga movements. It could just be some morning stretches, but if you can get a solid 10 minutes of movement in your morning, it's going to make a difference in your day. I promise you're going to feel your energy levels go up. Um, you're going to be kinder in general to people because you've gotten whatever is in your body out of you or stressed about something. Um, it, it makes for a more peaceful day. So that would be my other encouragement. Add some movement somewhere into your day, your morning of your day. Now let's get to evening routine. Well, no, let's stop. Let's review morning routine really quickly. Wake up in a peaceful manner. Ease into your consciousness. Um, take some time to meditate, pray, whatever term you use, connect with the universe, practice mindfulness, um, spend some moments in gratitude, three things you're grateful for, at least one to two things that you're looking forward to. Your list can totally be longer, but let's keep the three and the one or two as your minimum. So that starts you off with five positive thoughts to start your day. If you do the three to two, uh, ratio of three things you're grateful for, two things you're looking forward to in your day. Your morning personal maintenance regimen, if that's showering, if you don't shower at night, brush your teeth, wash your face, comb your hair, your fast face, if you wear makeup, um, that some kind of movement in your day, in your morning. So if it's yoga, if it's just some general stretches, if it's some body weight exercises, if it's a full morning at the gym or a morning run, whatever it is, some movement in your morning uh, to get your day started. And then your three questions to reconnect to the work that you're doing. Why does the work I do matter to me? How does my work impact the lives of others is question one. Who are the people both at work and in my personal life who support me and my professional success is question two. And what would I like to focus on today? Question three, do your 20 so you can get your 80. Morning routine, done. Scene. Um, eating routine. So you go through your day, you had a good day at work. It's been a time you've done your morning routine, you flowed through, you, you were able to flow through everything that came before you. Yay! At night, having a good evening routine, in particular a bedtime regimen, will help you to sleep better. It will help you. Um, I'm a person that has insomnia sometimes, and usually when my insomnia is really high, it's because I have it, I've broken out of my evening routine. And so my brain and my body have not been able to settle down the way that I need them to settle down for me to be able to go to bed. Now, when I'm really feeling myself, I work out in the evenings too. So that's a part of my evening routine is kind of expending any energy from that day. I had gotten to a place in my life at one point where anytime I got stressed out, I would just go work out to get the energy out of my body. Um, I don't really stress a lot at this point in my life. Yay. But I can experience things that make me frustrated or to feel a bunch of feelings that I don't really know how to process or what to do with in the moment. Working out helps me to dissipate some of that so I can get clarity of thought. So that I could move forward effectively. 
So for me, a good evening routine is doing something really quickly for me that I enjoy. So I might read. It's usually my one hour of self-care. It happens in the evenings. I can read. I can journal. I can go out to eat with a friend. I can drink a warm beverage. I can uh, drink a glass of wine. I can paint. I can color. I can any number of things. But I do something to invest back in my joy very intentionally. Um, you can also, if you have time in the morning, you can add that in your morning. Uh, my sister, a uh, friend with her kids calls it choice time. So it's an activity they get to do just because they enjoy it before they jump into the work of their day. For many adults, that means getting up even earlier, which a lot of us is like, I'm not trying to get up an extra 30 minutes earlier so I can read for 30 minutes before I start my day. But it's a definite option to throw into your morning routine if you want. Whether or not you throw it into your morning routine, you need to do it at night. You've worked all day. Reward yourself. Reward yourself with just some time for you. At least 30 minutes, you know, preferably making sure you get your hour in of self-care. So if you haven't done any of your self-care stuff throughout the day, get that hour in at night of investing back in your joy um, because you deserve. Okay, you deserve. Don't deny yourself what you know you deserve. Um, Eat a good meal. Eat something really good for you that makes your body feel really good. You don't want to eat super heavy at night because then that's sitting on you when you're trying to go to sleep and stuff. It's just an uncomfortable feeling. But eat a good, healthy meal that makes you feel good. Uh, My deal last night, I cooked spaghetti and fish. I grew up eating spaghetti and fish. I'm from the Midwest. Fish and spaghetti is a thing. Somebody says that's two entrees. I don't care what you say. It's it's cultural tradition. I love it. Fish and spaghetti. Um which is going to also be my meal prep for the rest of the week because I have a ton of fish and spaghetti left because you don't make small portions of spaghetti. I could have made a smaller portion of fish, but why? I'm cooking already. Might as well cook it all. Um, So that's going to be my really good meal is fish and spaghetti. Um, After you do that, you know, play some music, do something. If you watch TV, try not to watch TV within an hour of going to bed um, because you want your mind to have the opportunity to slow down. And the ease into your evening. So they say, I think they say within an hour of going to bed, try to turn the TV off. Set yourself a bedtime. I know one of the joys of being an adult is that I don't have a bedtime. I go to bed whatever I want to go to bed. But I also do better when I go to bed around the same time every night. <laughs> so, like, knowing what works for you. If I can go to bed between 11 and 12, I'm just a much better human than if I stay up past 12. I just really am. The next day, I feel better if I go to bed by midnight, which means I probably need to be in the bed by 11 to ensure that I'm asleep by midnight. Um, My doctor called it good sleep hygiene. So whatever your eating routine, if it's an evening bath, take your evening bath. If it, you know, any of your maintenance, brush your teeth, wash your face, all of that. If you're going to do a facial mask, that's part of your self-care. Do your facial mask, you know, do whatever you need to do to your hair, wrap it up, tie it up, twist it up, whatever up. Um, or down for your hair. Um, have any conversations you need to have. I talk to my mom pretty much every night. So I'm going to call my mama and talk to my mama. If there was any other thing I wanted to do, I'm going to do. Um, and then if I have a lot on my mind, I'm going to spend some time free journaling to get all that stuff out of my head. So that by the time I lay down, I can go to sleep. They say you're not supposed to do activities in your bed. You shouldn't read in your bed. You shouldn't work from your bed, like any of that stuff, because then your body won't know to naturally settle down when you get in the bed. I agree with that. But my bed is probably one of my most favorite places in my home. So I do read from bed often and I'll read myself to sleep. And it's a beautiful thing. 
I try not to, I don't really watch TV. I've been on my Disney Plus app real hard, though, and watching all the Marvel movies. And I've been bad, and I've been doing that from bed. But I also know that I don't sleep as peacefully if I fall asleep watching a movie like I do if I fall asleep reading. Um, But that's like my evening routine. It's a little bit more jumbled, but it does, when I follow it, it does help me to sleep better. So it's eat a really good meal. It's investing yourself by doing some active self-care, painting, drawing, coloring, warm beverage, talking to a friend, working out, whatever it is but something to invest in your overall well-being. Um, eat a good meal. Nighttime routine, hygiene-wise, wash your face, brush your teeth. If you're a shower at night person, take your shower. If you can at night, if you haven't done it already, maybe pick out your outfit for in the morning. So that's one less decision you have to make the next day. Um, and then free journaling. Reflect on your day. Get those thoughts out your head so that when you lay down, you lay down in an easeful, peaceful manner. And maybe it takes me, like I said, about an hour to completely settle down. So I need to, if I want to be asleep by midnight, I probably should be in the bed by 11 typically. But if that's not your jam, if you can go to sleep immediately, give yourself still about 10 minutes or so to just kind of get in the bed, get comfortable, find that extra good comfy spot that you want to be in and ease into your rest so that you can start it all over again the next day. Um, so hopefully I, this didn't sound as jumbled to y'all as it sounds right now to me in my head. Um, but here's to routine success in 2020, establishing a good morning regimen, establishing a good evening regimen so that you are the best person you can be with the most energy that you can possibly have to execute on the things that are going to make all your dreams come true and to make sure that you're well on every level. <clears throat> That's all I got friends. I love you so much. Again, we made it. Happy New Year. May 2020, honestly, truly in every way, shape or form. Be the absolute year of your dreams. I love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self-care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, The Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self-Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self-Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year that it is literally you living your best life. So till next time, be well.